let you watch that? Who let you watch that? Who let you watch that? Podcast, 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 podcast. Every night when the dreams come out. When the dreams come out. Girl, what you looking at? I know you want this rat. What? Hey there, friends. Are you calling your wiener a rat in that scenario? <laughs> Don't worry about it, baby. Okay, I won't. <laughs> what you looking at? I know you want this rat. <laughs> That's disgusting on so many levels. You know, you like put it, in a, put it in a tin and hold it against your chest and it burrows in. Well, yeah, duh. But duh. I wouldn't ever call my wiener a rat just because it does that. Oh, my word. Hi there, friends. <laughs> hey, everybody. You know who it is. It's your boys back at it again in the studio. Woo! <laughs> I don't know why I always start things like this, man. You you start at like a, an 11, and we <laughs> need to be at like a 7 so we have something to ramp up to, but it's okay. It's fine. We're shot out of a cannon tonight. It's a Dude, hell of a movie we're watching. We're doing it. Or we're ag- talking about. We are doing it again. We are bringing it back to the fold, my friends. You know who this is. It's your boy, Andy Diaz, with his boy, Gabe Martinez, who's also your boy. And together, we're two boys that do a podcast called Who Who Let You Watch That? That? Mm. You know how that is. We're in the pocket tonight. (laughs) There it is, my friend. (laughs) Guys, we have a very special night, an event, and a podcast set up for you. This is going to be a lot of fun. We are going back to, we're going back to our sweet spot, Gabe, our Mm -hmm. Our money zone. Yes. The 80s. The 80s, the my man. The late 80s, man. 1989. I think every single movie we've done has been in 1989. 1989, <laughs> baby. No Gosh. finer year. <laughs> no finer year than 1989. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, hi, guys. Welcome back to another thing. We're here. We're going to be doing a podcast. You're listening to it. Thank you for listening once again. Um, as we jump into this tonight... You know, we're going to go through all the business. We're excited to have you. Let's start this thing off. Gabe, do you have any new business today? My new business tonight is uh, in listening to our episodes and, and going back. We we edit these and listen to them extensively while we edit them, which, you know, we, we almost never cut anything out. It's just <laughs> to make it sound good. But uh, we've we've gone back and i've listened to them and uh i just my new business is i want to thank our guests that we've had on um yeah andy and i have so much fun when we do the episodes where it's just the two of us um but you know we've done it where almost every other week it's uh you know we have a guest on and you know they've been from all over the place you know we've, we've had artists and filmmakers and and uh just incredible people and I just want to say, hey, thanks. You know, yeah. I mean, we've we've uh, by this episode, I believe this will be our twelfth uh, or thirteenth episode. We're up there now, some, something like that. Yeah, we've cranked out a dozen or so, and uh, you know, I'm just really stoked. And you know, I really appreciate everyone that has come on. And I also, for new business, I want to tease. We have some pretty badass guests coming in the future. Hey, <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, we have some some people uh, from the from the world of music and beyond that are coming on soon, and I'm really excited about that too. So, Man, yeah, new that's, business. That's there a, you go. I like that. We yeah. need, I like giving shout outs. Yeah, that's good. Thank mm-hmm. thank you all, you people. You're all amazing. Yeah, and our and listeners, we love you too. We love you too. And as as much as we we love our guests, not to take away from them. 
we don't have a guest tonight. No, we do not. The guests that we have is each other. Each other. And <laughs> Mr. Gene Wilder. And Mr. Gene Wilder. Back in the game. <laughs> Week two. Come on, Gene. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, my friend. Our 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 crazy uncle Gene. Crazy Papa Gene? I'd I'd say he's an uncle. He's an uncle. I'd go for uncle. Yeah. yeah. He's that he's that crazy uncle that I'm so glad is around. Me our, too. Oh, Fuck, I forgot he's dead. You even messed that up on the last episode, too, thinking just, he was still... It's because you want him to be alive. I just always wanted to be alive. Me Gene, too. Gene, come on the podcast. Come from on the, the podcast, From the dude. grave. Come on. Come on back. We're, we're going to do a seance and try to get Gene Wilder on the podcast. Halloween's right around the corner, you guys. Oh, we we're will... We're teasing it. We are going to do a seance episode... With Gene Wilder. With Gene Wilder. <laughs> we're going to do that. Yeah. Watch us on Twitch. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be great, Gabe. We have, we have a firecracker of a movie, man. <laughs> That's the word for it. Yeah, it's, it's a movie that if we did have a firecracker here, only one of them would be able to hear it. Ha! Ah, and only one of them would be able to see it. <laughs> giving it away. No, man. I'm not. No one. No one knows what it is. No. But before we even start talking about those sounds and sights, I need you, my friend, to describe this movie to our listeners. Using five words or less. Are you up to the challenge? As always, Andy, I have had zero preparation, but I, of course I'm up for the challenge, to the challenge. Hit it. In five words, I'm going to go for five words exactly, and I'm going to say blind man, deaf man, friendship. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you already used four, dude. Where are you going? <laughs> yeah. Well, how can you do a fifth one? Did, did you guys get it? Do you know what it is? Of course they do. They they read the. I always forget that they read the name of the, the the title of the yeah, episode. They, it's, they hit yeah, yeah, it. it's playing on their phone or it, car or whatever. It's see no evil, hear no evil. The classic, nineteen eighty nine, movie starring starring some amazing people. You guys, um, IMDb, <laughs> IMDb has a log line that is fantastic. You guys, they write. Dave is deaf. Dave is deaf and Wally is blind. They witness a murder, but it was Dave who was looking at her and Wally who was listening. <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> Nothing else. Nothing else. I mean, come on, man. They're not even trying with that one. <laughs> like, not even a little bit. I think someone was writing that and mm -hmm. then the tea kettle went off. And the, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. did I publish that? Too late now. Yeah, someone went, oh, no one cares about this. <laughs> this is this is IMDb. I'm doing this in the year, let's just say 2010 is probably when they were like, oh, we should put See No Evil, Hear No Evil on here. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, man, the, the Friends season finale is on. I'm yeah. going to go do that instead. <laughs> Nobody's going to care. And, no one's going to. And no one has. No one has until this moment when we realized they're missing a big chunk of this movie. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. <laughs> that, that doesn't describe anything. No, I mean, I, I mean, it's. I guess it's, they're you know, one's blind and one's deaf. I guess that is the premise of this movie. Isn't that's, it? that's pretty much it. But they, they miss all the adventure. They miss. <laughs> they miss all the adventure. But in all honesty, that's the point of the movie. That's pretty much it. Yeah. One's yeah, blind. Yeah. One's deaf. Yeah. What could they do? Um, uh, anything. Yeah, they, they literally do. They get into so many uh, <laughs> adventures. It's a madcap uh, mayhem adventure let's, the whole time. Let's just film it around New York. Whatever happens is the point of the movie. Oh, there's yeah. a murder? Yeah. 
Cool. Yeah, they just caught that in real time. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, that works. That's fine. <laughs> Film it. Uh, directed by Arthur Hiller. We all know Arthur. Great man. Uh, also directed, uh, what was it? Uh, Silver Streak. Silver Streak. And Love Story, man. If you want to you wanna get the tears going. Mm-hmm. Put on some silver or not silver. <laughs> silver streak will not make you. I mean, cry laughing. Cry laughing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put on some love story, man. Yeah. That's what's getting tickle the old tear buckets. Tear buckets. You know, what it'll I'm tickle the old tear buckets. Tickle the old tear buckets. Starring the our 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 number one our number one guest who's going to be here soon, guys. Mister Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Known known for a past episode that we did, Mr. Willy Wonka himself is back at it. Yep, back at it. Uh, Very little children tormenting in this one. I'm assuming that this is a sequel to Willy Wonka. This is definitely a sequel. Sequel. Because his name is... He's he's Willy in this movie, right? Yes. Okay. He's Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. (laughs) They say it when they book him. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's dumb. (laughs) Yes, it is, Andy, but that's okay. I think that's the point of this movie. Yeah. Um, How dare you? This movie's great. I love this movie. I love this movie. Gene Wilder is amazing. Equally amazing in this film is Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor, top of his game. Of Superman 3 fame? Superman 3 fame. Setting himself on fire fame. (laughs) Countless, countless amazing comedy albums that we cannot say the names of. No, we cannot. Because they have the N-word in them. Richard Pryor, if you were going to make a Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedians, mm-hmm. I think you would just put Richard Pryor on all four. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, is he all four? He's all four because he's the greatest stand-up comic of all time. Probably the most important stand-up comic, arguably, ever. <laughs> uh, yeah. he is. He's hands down my favorite. I have such... Yeah. We're going to talk about my dad. He's the person, spoiler alert, who let me watch this. Uh, and man, Richard Pryor was so important Dude. to us in yeah. our family, which is sounds crazy because he was known for being so foul-mouthed. Dude. Like, so crazy. Not to get ahead of things, but like The Toy, we watched that movie constantly. Same. And it's yes, just we did. Like, <laughs> Richard Pryor, you know, he was all in these sorts of movies where... Superman three too. It's mm-hmm. just like ah, <laughs> not really no for the family stuff, but later in his career, yeah, yeah, you gotta make some money. Yeah, go go get it, man. Yeah. Go get it. I mean that that's the dude, Richard Pryor. I'll I would watch him eat cornflakes. I would yeah. watch him do anything. Uh, anything. He's so interesting and hilarious. I love the man. His use of the word fuck. Is so great. It's so. It's just amazing. It's, and in this movie especially, I think he's the reason why I try to say fuck as much as I do. I'm hoping to capture some of it. But whereas he was a sharpshooter with fuck, I'm just a shotgun and I'll hit whatever. You're just shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, also starring Kevin Spacey, who I don't have anything bad to say because I don't want to be murdered. Um, <laughs> he's just an actor. Uh, <laughs> I'll leave Kevin Spacey at that. Yep. Um, and then, oh, Gabe, I'll let you take this one. Okay, this woman, uh, given Miss Kim Basinger a run for her money in the Vixen department. Yeah. We have Mrs. Ms. Sorry. 
Joan Severance. Holy guacamole. Killing it left and right, but also stunning. 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 So, so beautiful. <laughs> I, I didn't even have anything to say. Yeah. I was like, uh. Mm. Yeah. So important to me, young uh, adolescent Gabe, teenage Gabe, adult Gabe, old man Gabe. <laughs> she is so great. There, <laughs> there's a lot of silliness and a lot of jokes in this movie. I'll tell you one thing that's not a joke. Best legs in the business. <laughs> the best legs in the business. Exactly. They, they captured those at a time. When they were at their peak. Absolutely. Those gams went on for, for days. days. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, let me watch them gams. Yeah. Joan <laughs> Severance, a breathtaking woman. My goodness, just so beautiful. And still beautiful to this day. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. I actually, after watching this on the rewatch, I was like, I really hope she's still alive. Like yeah. I need to look. And I looked and I saw she has an Instagram. She's an author. She's doing all kinds of great things. Still stunning way to go, Joan. Joan. You're just amazing. Be on the podcast. Be on the podcast, Joan. We have nothing but amazing things to say yeah. about you. It, it, it'll be just a flatter session. Yeah. We're not going to even talk about We'll just talk about this movie again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's done a million movies, and we can talk about that later, because they're all... I, I don't believe I've seen any of them, but I I I'm, want to. I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. I want to see all of them. As soon as I don't we're think... done recording this, me and Gabe are going to put on a movie. Yeah, I don't think my wife will let me watch any of them. That's where we're going to watch them in, in the studio. Oh, yeah, that works. Yeah. We'll close that curtain. Yeah. Um, and then the, the, other, the other person that I want to mention uh, in, in, this, uh, in this film is the amazing Audrey Neenan, who plays the policewoman who's just <laughs> trying so hard to get a mugshot of Gene Wilder. The funniest... Uh, <laughs> the funniest clip, man. It's just... yeah. <laughs> that she's bit screaming. Is so... She's screaming shit over and over again. And Gene Wilder's character, Dave, is like, "Is she saying ship or shit?" <laughs> <laughs> Pryor goes, "She's saying shit, man. Come on." And he's like, "Yeah, that makes sense. Why would she be saying ship?" And the the, the fact that they left that in, it's, that, so, it's so funny. It's, it's so, so dumb, funny, man. I loved it. This movie is great. I love it so much. I can't tell you how man. excited I am that we're talking about this. <laughs> Gabe, you are you are pumped. You are excited, my man. I, I'm excited to hear this story. You know, as we get into it and everything, I I I, I don't have as a. As a closer relationship with this movie, I have some things I'm going to share. But my man, you are stoked. I need to hear the story of who let you watch that. How did it affect you? Let, let me hit it, man. Let me hear it. Okay. You got it, buddy. Um, so I've got a story for this one. That's the premise of the whole podcast, guys. Um, who let me watch this was my dad. Robert Martinez, Bobby Martinez, uh, Boogie Martinez is what he was known uh, as by his uh, his close friends, Boogie. And uh, my dad, we've you know, if you haven't heard other episodes, my dad was kind of a strict Mexican dad, um, first generation, very 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 proud uh, Chicano man, but proud American man, and grew up in Bakersfield, California, in a uh, in a very very poor part of a not-so-affluent city, especially way back then, and um, grew up in, in specifically in a black community. 
Oh. So they were the they were the only Mexicans in in the neighborhood. And my dad and my uncles, you know, his his brothers believed depending on uh the scenario that they were black themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Okay. So this was a really interesting thing because uh you know, I I'm um I'm tan. Uh, I'm not super dark skinned, but my my dad was pretty dark skinned. My mom could not be more white. Um, <laughs> so that's where I I'm I'm brown, but I'm a very light brown. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and I that that in and of itself was like always interesting growing up. And we've talked about that on our blood in blood out episode, like trying to find like the 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 Latin ex Chicano uh, you know piece of our identity. And uh, you know Andy and I are, are similar in that way. Yeah. The the other thing that was the curveball that my dad brought to this was occasionally he was black, <laughs> and and he and he was not he was not his mother was was born in Mexico his father was born in Mexico grandparents born in Spain like you know not black <laughs> not African American not not African uh, not not from the Caribbean none of none of this but because he grew up in a black neighborhood. And all of his best friends were black. Uh, There's basically his brothers and sisters. He grew up in a big, 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 big family. Those were the Mexicans that he knew. Was his family. All of his friends black. So my dad talked sometimes like he, like a brother, you know, <laughs> and like he said things like you know. Uh, and and please forgive me. I I'm not trying to make generalizations. What I'm saying is my dad spoke uh, when I was a kid in the '80s. Uh, he spoke in sort of the the vernacular that he grew up in in the you know in the 50s and 60s in a very poor black community basically so he'd say things like solid and out of sight and my man and yeah. stuff like that and i was like and i always love that and I, that's shit that i say all the time and i'm not trying to like parody anybody or or or, or, or parrot but uh it's just uh, it makes it warms my heart you yeah. know so it's like my man you know but uh yeah so my and <laughs> And my dad's my dad was a was a, was a, a big gentleman, a very big gentleman, very big heart, very sweet. Um, he was you know he was a little strict at home, but he still loved us. He's a great dude, great dude. And and he was the guy that did things for everyone. He was like first to volunteer for everything. You know, um, he honestly, my dad, he had a side business. He had a, a he he was a, a, a painter on the side. Him and his buddy had a job. Constantly, they'd be painting like little ladies houses for free like the yeah. house they painted a whole house Jeez. for free Jeez. after he passed away i found like old pictures and stuff and they wrote um because you know the internet wasn't a thing so they had literally a photo album of their like best paint jobs wow which they would take to go get new business they'd be like here's a f- here's photos of like the houses and they'd write on the back like you know uh sutter's place pro bono you know, like stuff like, and it's like they did shit like that all the time. My dad was a really good dude, so even though he might have been gruff sometimes and certainly a little uh, strict with me, um, it was tough love. You know, my dad yeah. was a good dude, good dude. So anyway, comedy was a big thing in our house. So my mom had the musicals. My mom had horror. My dad loved food, loved all things food, and he loved comedies. Okay. And he loved Richard Pryor. Yes. We had Richard. Now, now, my dad was strict, and he didn't want us using foul language. <laughs> <laughs> 
you're right to laugh, Andy, because... There's a contradiction about to, to pop up. <laughs> exactly, my friend. Well, because a certain record that we had, uh, which he listened to very often, was one of Richard Pryor's records, which I can't say the title of it. Um, I'll, I'll just say it was that crazy N-word. There we go. And yep. there you have it. And that's one of several <laughs> that, that were in constant <laughs> rotation, but that one especially... The story, if you all haven't listened to that, go listen to it. Richard Pryor is a genius. And yes. he's, he's amazing. He's incredible. And his stuff is really, really, really funny. Like one of my favorite bits that I heard as a child constantly was old Toodlem and uh, his little feats. <laughs> and if, if that doesn't make you laugh just hearing that, that title, like please go just listen. It's such a funny story. This dude is the master of taking you on this journey and bringing you into this crazy, ridiculous world. There's no black, there's no white, there's no anything in between. Mm -hmm. It's just, you're going with Richard on this adventure. Man's a genius. Anyway, Dad loved him. His records were on all the time. Terrible foul language. It was one of these things where, like, language, I know language was a big deal for you growing up, and for us, like... We'd get in trouble. We'd get spanked. I got spanked when I was a kid. Yeah, We'd here. get spanked if you use foul language. But foul language was everywhere. My yeah. dad, when he got with his, his brothers that watching sports and or you know anything, cussing up a storm, everything was fine. Often we're in the room with them. It didn't matter. They yeah. would just say whatever they were going to say. Uh, and and you know he'd listen to these these albums. And you know, listen, I grew up in the in the eighties. We had a big ass stereo system. Yep. So my dad would not be sitting in a beanbag with a beanbag chair with the <laughs> headphones on. No, my dad would crank that shit and we would hear Richard Pryor in our bedroom. <laughs> We're trying to watch He Man and Richard Pryor's talking about tootling with the little feet. <laughs> and the best bit ever. It's so good. So are the guys with the giant dicks that that there we go. that pee off the side of the bridge and one of them says it's cold because yep. his dick was so big it went into the water. It's so good. Anyway, he's, he's a genius. He's great. Anyway, uh, so Richard Pryor was beloved. My dad's absolute <laughs> favorite. Absolute favorite. We hear him all the time. And uh, a gentleman by the name of Gene Wilder was an incredible an incredible actor and, and a lot of funny things. And the two of them teamed up for a handful of movies. Yeah. And these are movies that I don't know why they're not regarded as as classics, as comedy classics, because they are. They are. They're amazing. They're incredible movies. I think they all hold up. They're they're but also they're very special to me. This one especially. It's in my top ten of favorite movies of all time. Love this so much. So I'm a little kid. This is this movie came out in nineteen eighty nine, so remember. We didn't go see things like this in the theaters. This had to be on VHS. So we're we're gonna say this was around ninety, ninety one. Okay? okay. Yep. So I'm I'm ten. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 somewhere in there. I'm I'm nine, ten years old. And my dad rents this movie. I believe he saw it in the theaters because anything Richard Pryor I mean, my dad went my dad never went to events. He like went to go see Richard Pryor perform <laughs> comedy. Wow. Yeah. It's like big deal. Like my dad never did any of that shit, but like he would go see. He saw Richard Pryor, <laughs> Richard Pryor and Cheech and Chong. He like saw them, you know, uh, them and BB King. I'm pretty sure were the only things he ever left the house for, <laughs> other than work, you know. Uh, but anyway, so he, 
this movie, he saw it, loved it, bought the VHS. To buy a VHS tape in the late 80s, early 90s was you were dropping like 50, yep. 60, 80 dollars on a, on a VHS tape. And that was like, that was 80s, 90s money. That was like dropping 500 dollars on a thing. My dad, I will never forget it. You know, Target didn't have that shit for sale. No. You had to buy the copy from the video store, which is the one they were going to rent out and make, you know, All make their, their money, money from. from. Yeah. So you you bought it at a massive market. My dad bought this thing, probably paid eighty dollars for it. Yeah, you know, jeez. And I remember he like excitedly he picks me up from school and he's like, "Check that out! Look at that!" And my dad would say this all the time um, if he was being playful. He 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 he'd he'd show me something or I'd say something funny or whatever. And he'd be like, "Not bad, Dotson." Where <laughs> that came from? Who the hell knows? If he were still alive, <laughs> I'd ask him. But Dotson was it? But he showed me this bag that came from the video store, and it's sitting right there. I have no idea what it is. I know yeah. who Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder are, but I'm like, I don't know what this shit is. And he's <laughs> like, he's like, not bad, Dotson. Check that out. I'm like, yeah, cool. And he's like, you're gonna love this. Like, he, my dad's like, you don't even know like how amazing this shit's gonna be right now. So I'm like, cool. Dad's in a really good mood. I'm not at school. We get to watch a movie. Like, shit. Yeah, this is great. This is awesome. We go home. Is one of a handful of things that I can remember. I mean, it sounds bad, but it's one of the handful of things I can remember, like hanging out and watching with my dad. And he was genuinely excited. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna do this thing." So we go home. I'm forgive me, Vanessa, my sister. I have no idea where you where what happened to you in this scenario <laughs> because all I remember is dad picked me up from school, which was the same school you were at. So forgive me. I'm a shitty brother, but. I just remembered, uh, you know, we go home, we sit in the living room, dad puts this thing on, I'm like, what is this? I don't know, okay, cool. And we proceed to watch this movie together. And this movie's not a kid's movie. Absolutely not. (laughs) At all. This movie is a hard R. Yes. Hard 80s R. Uh, 80s R, exactly. This has tits, this has the (laughs) F word, every other word. Every other word is fuck, yeah. Yeah. As murder, <laughs> and it has adult themes like uh, depression and, yeah. and like uh, uh, um, dealing with b- becoming blind and deaf later in life. Yeah. Like really gnarly, heavy things. Divorce, poor relationships, <laughs> alcoholism. It's like a ton of shit in there. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> I remember laughing my ass off with. My dad, because I had permission to laugh at guys saying fuck. Yeah. And it was so great. It was awesome. <laughs> and I remember even we'll get we'll get into the, the rewatch and and my notes on that. But there was even a moment where our the wonderful police uh chief, uh Mr. Hang on, I have to say Mr. Alan North as uh police chief Braddock, he says something to the effect of, it's in my notes, um, but he says something to the effect of, like, uh, you know, uh, I've I've been a decorated chief for you know 15 years. I've done all this stuff. Okay, and, yeah. And like these two idiots, you know, get me like, you know, oh, can you believe this shit or something like that? And I think I remember repeating that joke <laughs> to my dad and not getting slapped. Oh, like I said, shit, like. Like he said a thing, we both laughed, and I was like, ah, 
ah, you can't b- believe this shit, something like that. And that it either my dad was so focused on the TV that he didn't notice me, or it just flew under the radar because yeah. he was having such a good time. <laughs> but I mean, just watching him, he laughed and I laughed, and you know, I did the kid thing where like I didn't get jokes and then like laughed, and then Miss Joan Severance. Does a service to the world, <laughs> to all the young, <laughs> to all the young men and and old men and everyone in between. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she shows her boobies to Mr. Gene Wilder, and you know, by 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 virtue of doing that to all of us. <laughs> and I got, for the only time in my life, it's a cherished memory. I got a nod from the old man. <laughs> I got Miss Joan Severance. The, the most perfect body that anyone's ever seen shows her titties uh, in a hilarious, weird scene, followed by a hilarious scene that we'll we'll discuss. Yeah. But in that moment, I'm like, I don't think I should be watching this. <laughs> He's going to make me leave the room. And I got a side eye from my dad of like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so great. And Matt, I can picture oh him. God. He's sitting on my left. He's uh he's we're a full we're a full cushion apart on the big slouchy couch that we had in the living room, because uh, he had to be comfy on his side and I'm all over here and I I got the I got the nod from the old man so anyway oh my gosh dude I feel like I've talked way too much about this dude, story no, I've just it, gone in way too much uh, this is fantastic you are you are painting a picture of <laughs> of just it all man <laughs> it was great. So it was a ma- it was a magical moment. It was a great thing. So wh- why is this trauma? What what's going on? This movie, more than than any others, this is the movie that made me go. I can say filthy, terrible things and bring people together. <laughs> there we go. That so this movie, that moment, this whole thing that my dad letting me watch that little did he know in that moment he was going to make me be a comedy writer and want to be a <laughs> filmmaker and and say horrible terrible things through characters that bring people together this this is and that is truly it this is it this is the 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 big bang of it this is the, my big bang yeah this is the movie i've seen so many things that inspire me but this was the one that made me go i can say i can write horrible things where people are oh. saying filthy hilarious stuff and everyone will love it. Because only in this scenario with this movie <laughs> would my dad ever let me say the word shit, w- wink at me when tits are on the screen, laugh when we're s- when you're hearing this dude say, you know, uh, first thing that comes to mind, pussy! You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. All laughter, all great, super wonderful. There's my story. From, from Gene Wilder's lips, a fuck comes out. <laughs> Goes into a young... Boys' ears morphs, transforms. Years later, we get a fantastic one of our former guests, Melanie Stone, as Sandy singing Shake Those Nuts Around. Here, this is it. This is the, That's where I got this the, is the, the through film. line. He's dead, and so am I. That's where this I is the from. through line, dude. That's it. That's it. This is amazing. I love it so <laughs> yeah. much, dude. So there you go. So anyone that, uh, yeah, that, that is fantastic. That's, this is the movie, and that's why it's such a big deal to me. And oh yeah. my gosh, I love that so yeah. much, man. So not trauma, but this is. I mean, maybe because it's made me. I mean, I. That's my go-to thing. Most people, uh, 
would think, how are you going to reunite, uh, you know, unite people and make the world a better place? I go, well, through dick jokes. Through dick jokes. <laughs> That's how you're going to do it. So. One boner at a time. One boner at a time. One fuck at a time. That's Dude. what it is. <laughs> so there's my story, Andy. Oh, my God. And there's gosh. how it messed me up. How, uh, when did you see this movie? So I, I, I can't pinpoint, man, that's so good, dude. I love it. I can't pinpoint a, a, a time like you. I don't have, I don't have a moment of, oh, this is when I saw with, with my dad, but it was, it's the same thing where who let me watch this? My dad, because our dads, you know, are cut of very similar, similar cloth. Um, my dad didn't think he was black. Um, (laughs) well, you know what? My dad did have pictures with almost an afro in some pictures in the 70s. Very feathered hair, at mm-hmm. least. Yeah. There was disco and stuff around, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, he loved Richard Pryor. And mm-hmm. it was one of those things growing up as well. Comedy was always around. And we watched Richard Pryor movies and Gene Wilder movies a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, not yeah. just, you know... Um, uh, the Willy Wonkas of the world and the toys of the world. Uh-huh. Um, but also uh, more Gene Wilder. We watched a lot of uh, Blazing Saddles, which is another movie that we get. It's got some language. <laughs> it's got some language in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, those Mel Brooks sort of Gene Wilder combinations. Yeah. Um, yeah. Young Frankenstein. Young Frank- also in my top 10. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, Richard Pryor, though. Richard Pryor, we would watch. I want to say that we had some some stand-up specials and stuff, you know, that we would watch out that my dad would tape off of like HBO and stuff. Yeah, yeah. My dad had so many HBO things that he would record. And I Comedy Central had like Comedy Central Presents. But back in the day, HBO had like a similar sort of thing where it was just like stand-up comedian sort of things where they would just air their specials. You know, Eddie Murphy would have Delirious and stuff like that on there. Yeah. That's the Eddie Murphy one, right? Delirious and Raw. Raw, ones, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we'd have those sorts of things recorded. So we'd watch those over and over again. So I was very yeah, familiar with... those are rough. <laughs> yeah, very familiar <laughs> with Richard Pryor's stuff, you know? Uh-huh. And just his use of fucking everything. Just, yeah. Like, just amazing. Just an amazing guy. This movie, though, watching this movie, uh, has a, a special place in my heart because you had already mentioned it a little bit earlier. Uh, Richard Pryor setting himself on fire and getting burned. So when I first saw this movie, I 100% thought that Richard Pryor was blind from burning himself. And now he's in a movie as a blind man, whereas making fun of himself as a blind man. <laughs> that adds a whole nother layer, so man. It was this movie particularly. I don't know why I did. My dad never told me that he was really like, like, it connected the two, but yeah, I remember my dad telling me like, "Oh yeah, it's that comedian. Yeah, he burned himself and set himself on fire and stuff." And then us seeing this movie probably pretty close afterwards, and seeing that he was blind, like, wow, brave! How brave! How is brave! That? He's still at it. He's still out there acting. Look at the, like he's, he's man. He's got the scars and everything, and his eyes are just always so big. Because they don't work anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's trying. He's opening them up as big as, as he as can, can to let all the light in. Just get something, you yeah. know? <laughs> just, <laughs> just so, you know, it's probably like, I don't know, probably 10, 11 like you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just dumb kid 
uh, logic, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, this, yeah, he's blind. This thing, this thing that are completely separate are together because those are the only two facts that I know about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now they are together, and that's what this movie is. Yes. <laughs> but it didn't have the same effect with Gene Wilder because, like, oh, no, he can sing. He he's not deaf. Yeah, he can't be <laughs> deaf. That's that that would be ridiculous. Yeah, that he's acting. Yeah. That's a brave performance. <laughs> he better win an Oscar for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because this is the height of just strength and courage. Yeah. To be and able to poke fun at yourself. To be able you know? to poke fun at yourself and to get up into a in the back of a truck. <laughs> <laughs> that's how how dangerous is that too you that's know so dangerous guy did his own stunts <laughs> as i almost knocked my headphones off yeah exactly <laughs> so um that that's kind of my my little story of how i know this movie and everything and mm. <laughs> get it into get into it in a little bit just realizing that man i we saw this movie a good chunk of times and everything because yeah you know, it, it wasn't one of those movies where I'm trying to remember what happened. As we did the rewatch, like, oh, no, I know this movie pretty much beat for beat. So yeah. this is a movie that we watched a good amount of times. You yeah. Know? yeah. So <laughs> that's really that's really all I got as far as the rewatch. I thought he was or um, the uh, my first time watching it. I, I thought he was blind. Yeah. I thought he was really blind. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's that good of a performance. <laughs> it's that good of a performance. <laughs> Whereas, whereas prior, they're both great actors, and the movie is amazing, and I love it. But whereas prior, I think does a pretty damn good job yeah. of at least acting blind the whole time. I don't think there's there's nothing that I caught on the rewatch. I've seen it so many damn times. There's nothing I I caught on the rewatch where I was like, oh, he he missed a cue that of course he 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 picked up because he can see. Yeah. I, I didn't see any of that, but there's a ton of stuff where, uh, Gene, Dave, yeah, is, he's not looking at anyone, but he, he hears and he can react to what they're yeah. saying. And it's like, Oh, you missed that like five or six times, dude. Like you're absolutely, you can hear stuff. It's, they're both hard to do. Yeah. But man, like the deaf one would be, I don't know. It just, that one would be super, Hard, especially like in an acting sort of thing where you're waiting for cues anyway, and it's yeah. just like, yeah. yeah, it and it's yeah, it's those little things like uh, when they're when they're both the foreign doctors, which is just <laughs> I love it so it's much. So good, they're signing so dumb, in. It's so good, yeah, they're signing in to the hotel, and Gene Wilder is looking down, signing the thing, and he reacts to yeah. what the the gal checking him in says like he he has jokes that play off of what she said and it's like you're deaf dude you yeah <laughs> you, you wouldn't have heard that but it's okay it's we, okay we love you gene be on the podcast be on the podcast yeah oh. as a ghost we're gonna bring him on as a seance oh, you, you have to put it out there in the universe joan talk to gene let's make this happen joan come on first <laughs> be on the episode with us we need to have you on joan <laughs> <laughs> We rewatched it. We got into it. We put this back on. Gabe, you have a mountain of notes, man. I am so excited to dive into this. Let's do it. Let me hear. Let me hear. Let me hear the the big hits. What what stood out for you this time around? So, um, 
this was a this was a master class in restraint because what I wanted to do was just write down every scene. <laughs> I just wanted to be like, I love this so much. And listen, I'm not so blind that I that I think this is like the funniest thing ever made and every joke perfectly lands all the time. I'm watching this from the perspective of someone that this movie means a lot yeah, to this me. Yeah, this movie and it's and, a treasure to you. Yeah, and it's and it's very influential and it's it's got a lot of wonderful sweet memories of my dad tied into it. All, all kinds of great stuff. So I get it. I I'm saying that because, you know, I don't want anyone to to be hypercritical. The other side is this movie is fucking hilarious. This movie is fucking hilarious. It is so, it's very very funny and I think uh, you know most of it lands pretty well. You know, it's problematic because on one hand you can see that maybe they're they're making fun of uh people with with disabilities, people that can't yeah. see or can't hear. However, what I like is when I read about the stuff uh that you know, Gene Wilder turned this down a couple of times. The third time he's just like well, let me talk to some people. Let me let me meet with some folks. Uh, they had the blessing of uh, not the Braille Institute. That's where that's where uh, um, our boy Pryor went. Yeah, but uh, they had the blessing of like the American Deaf Council or something, something like that. Yeah. Forgive me, people. I, I I don't know which you know what it was specifically, but they had the blessing. Then when the movie came out, they're like, nope, yeah, you're not of our blessing. They, they pulled out. They're like, no, that's a uh, yeah. Oh wait a minute! What happened? Yeah, but, but they I did, I did. but they did it because of language. Yeah, not because of the yeah the content. the portrayal. Of, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I and I like that both of them were taking the the, the from the perspective of like no man it doesn't matter that we have this thing yeah. we can do it and yeah so I thought that was cool I thought that was a cool message you know but so anyway all <laughs> that said this movie's great we're gonna talk about it <laughs> Wally and Dave fighting. At the opening, this movie wastes no time getting you into this world where you're like, "All right, one guy is deaf, one guy is blind. We are going to hit that button again and again and yeah. again and again and again. <laughs> Here's how they're going to meet each other, and it's so great. Dave is deaf, you know. Wilder is Dave. Okay, so I'm going to say them interchangeably. He's deaf. He's standing in the street, which is like, come on, no deaf person is going to do that <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> like, the deaf people aren't idiots. Like, but he's standing in the street, and a giant ass, like, bread truck type thing is honking at him. <laughs> and of course, he can't hear. And all the people behind him are like, well, what do you want me to do? Tap him on the shoulder, maybe, <laughs> you know, do anything. But it's it's New York, so I'm sure everyone's on drugs. It's New York of the 80s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the lady's like, I can't possibly touch another human being. He's going to turn around and stab me. Woman's afraid for her life. But then you get this great moment where Dave, Gene Wilder, is like cursing out this bread truck driver guy. Yeah. <laughs> and who who hears it? Who Because his eyes don't work, but his ears sure as shit do. The Wally, Wally, Mr. Richard Pryor, hears him as he's about to walk with his lovely sister under the subway, and he's like, are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? And they they have this exchange where neither one knows what, <laughs> what the, the fuck f- is going on. <laughs> they are just having a crazy fight that, that entirely on their own, which is so great. I love it. It is like just the best so way to introduce these characters it made me laugh. I've seen it a thousand <laughs> times. It made me laugh on the rewatch. It's just so great. Like that's, I, I love how we jump right into. They just get it right there in the yeah. right there 
first seed. Yeah, exactly. Check this out. Yeah, and then they they become best friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> after their next exchange, which is bonkers. The the next exchange <laughs> that they have together is. Richard Pryor needs a job because he's quit his job because his boss treated him like a blind person. He's blind. And he had a problem with that. I get it. That's fine. The idea is Richard Pryor is blind and he's going to a newsstand, which is inside the lobby of a big fancy building, and he's going to ask for a job. (laughs) And the way he goes and asks for a job, so Wally uh, runs the shop, uh, uh, sorry, Dave runs the shop. Uh, Wilder runs the shop, and uh, Richard Pryor goes to Gene Wilder and is like, "Hey, uh, all as charming and cute and fun." And he's like, "Hey, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, uh, you know, apply for the job." And 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 in the process of saying this, he's he's knocking shit off uh, the the just causing a fucking yeah, mess. Yeah, just constantly left and right, <laughs> knocking shit over because he's being so expressive. And he doesn't see all the, you know, the, you know, Advil travel editions and, and Bic lighters and shit. And they're all falling on the ground. So, you know, so Dave's dropping down behind the counter to clean all of it up. So, of course, he doesn't hear him. So the joke is played out multiple times where this the two are being ridiculous. And it culminates in them screaming at each other like, like, man, up yours and fuck you. And this is and then like. Okay, we agreed on three hundred dollars yeah. a week, and 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 it's so it is so great. And I know if you haven't seen the movie, just watch the damn movie. It's so funny. But they are just arguing and fighting, and it's it's the most absurd thing where it's like, okay, you're hired. Yeah. The end. And it's like, what? The two of you hated each other. You're about to fight each other. No one was making any sense. But you've just hired him to come be your salesperson. Yeah, that's what the, the ad said. He was looking for a salesperson, and it just—it's so. It, so good, man. Where they just—they do the bit, you know, multiple times, but it always lands. Yeah, it's always just fucking every hilarious. time. It just makes me laugh so much. So, so yeah. So they're mar- married. No, they're not married. They're but they're they're now working together. And this is like in the first eight minutes of the movie. Yeah. Like they're working together now. They're they're gonna be pals, and then. Uh, the night that the that they that he's hired, they go to celebrate, and they go to this they go to this bar. So this story, this scene is insane. <laughs> I, I I love it. Yeah, it's it is it's great. Pryor is at a bar with two women. <laughs> we don't know who these women are. We have never seen these women, and, and forgive me. Uh, you know, I've watched it a hundred times. You always think that the black woman that he's with is his sister, not because she's black, but because she looks like his sister. <laughs> and you're like, wait, why is he hanging out? Well, wait a minute. No, it's not his sister. It's just two women. Just two women. Blind prior in a bar has picked up two women. <laughs> Dude doesn't have a penny to his name. It's been established he's got heavy gambling debts and he has no money. You don't need. You don't need money when you got game like that. Yeah, you got yeah major game there. And he's hanging out, and he's ordering drinks. The bartender knows him, knows his drink. Everything's cool. Our boy Gene Wilder shows up and is like, I, I'm on board. I want to, I want to, you said, let's meet at this bar. Super cool. Presumably, Gene Wilder has nothing going on. Yeah. <laughs> he, he hired this maniac, and he's going to meet him for drinks after work. <laughs> 
He goes there. Within 30 seconds, they are getting into a fight. And when I say they, it is Gene Wilder holding Richard Pryor (laughs) while this asshole guy is about to fight a blind person. Now, nobody ever says, hey, he's Wally's blind. Yeah. It is the most obvious thing on the face of the planet where the dude has giant eyeballs staring off into space, never blinking, never looking anyone in the eye, no spatial like wherewithal, whatever, whatsoever. And this this dude who's a total dick uh, is is boxing him in a bar now. It's 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 Pete and Pete's dad too. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. It is. It's Pete and Pete's dad. It's Pete and Pete's dad. That's right. Yeah. So he's done taking care of the kids. He's ready to fight a blind dude. Yeah. He's ready to fight a blind dude. <laughs> and you know what? Spoiler alert: Richard Pryor beats the shit out of him. I <laughs> hardcore. Yeah. Exactly. Kicks the fuck out of. Him. How does he do it? He can't see a thing. Because Gene Wilder literally has his back. He's holding him. And <laughs> and on the fly, they devise the most perfect 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock punching system. When Pryor hears that, he just lets loose with pinpoint accuracy. <laughs> and the dipshit Pete and Pete's dad hasn't picked up on what they're doing. Yeah, He, he has never heard of this this system that they've come up with <laughs> yeah directions with the clock like yeah i don't know you know why he was confused because it's backwards to him he's here in 12 o'clock and he's thinking well wait a minute is that is it my 12 o'clock? my 12 o'clock yeah. or your 12 o'clock yeah exactly <laughs> Twelve thirty. yeah and it's it's hilarious and then you know yeah then it's just this bar fight and <laughs> and then it's like while they're wrestling on the ground, now everyone's in a bar fight, and and the question is asked like, "Do I got the job?" And it's like, yeah. "Well, it depends on how this fight goes." Yeah. And then cut to eating ice cream in the park eating together. Ice cream <laughs> in the park. How every fight should end. It really should. It's and and not with the people they were fighting with, but they got ice cream yeah. for each other. <laughs> and they, yeah. Anyway, this is now turning into me just explaining the entire movie because it's. So, <laughs> I realize I'm about to now give you all the beats of the ice cream scene. That's not my note. That's not my note. Um, I put in here everything Richard Pryor says is hilarious. It's so great. Uh, when Gene Wilder gets the ice cream put on his head like a unicorn, I laughed hysterically as a kid. Absolutely. That was a that was a little kid thing to laugh at, and I still love it as an adult. And I think it's one of those things that I think every time I eat an ice cream, I think there's something in me that wants to do it to who I'm who I'm with, but yeah. I can't because yeah. that's how I'm really gonna get in a fight. Right. And I don't have Gene Wilder to tell me where to punch. So yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna die. Yeah, that's just what it's gonna be, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um you've got in this also a very weird thing where Kevin Spacey, a young Kevin Spacey, has a weird thin little mustache and a, I mean, poor guy. He has a gigantic cyst on his face that was yeah, real. That was real. It's <laughs> was... not. I, I, you, you see it, so you immediately jump to Google and you went, "Is that? Is that a choice? Is that something that's going on? Like they decided to give him a bump on his face for yeah. this movie? Yeah. Oh no, it's it's real. Yeah, it was, you... <laughs> it was a real thing. Had it through the casting process, yeah. and they still picked him. It's like, man, that means. I mean, he really acted his balls off to be able to get through that. <laughs> yeah, he is know? definitely. Hollywood royalty who has definitely never killed anybody. No, nope. and uh, definitely not. Has never sexually assaulted any male or female person uh, ever. Uh, yeah, 
We don't want to be killed by you, Kevin. Kevin Spacey, do not come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we will not have you on. But I gotta say, I swore it was a it was a fairly recent thing where I was like, Kevin Spacey's like super British, right? Like yeah. he's British, right? Like he's got to be really British. Is that what the accent he's doing is? Who knows? What is that, that? That's the thing. It's like it's this all over the place, weird kind of British, kind of um, Irish, kind yeah. of Australian. When he first started talking, and I think it was because of the mustache, I was like, "Is that French? <laughs> what is that?" And it's just when he says the killers. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, it's it is all over the place. It's weird, but it made me legitimately think Kevin Spacey was. European, yeah, you know, for a very long time, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, until American Beauty came out, yeah, and then I'm like, oh, he's just a regular schlub, yeah, it's fine, but uh, yeah, Kevin Spacey in a in a very early role, making some big choices, the scene where he's thinking and stroking his mustache with a knife, yeah, I'm like. <laughs> the fuck are you doing kevin spacey <laughs> like what are you doing oscar winner kevin spacey oscar winner kevin spacey <laughs> but there are we- they're so fucking creepy yeah they're such a weird duo but i really loved uh i mean we we'll, we'll talk about joan till the end of time joan severance i really love that she was the killer she was the one that yeah. shot the bookie in the stomach she's the one that's gone like she was gonna off the our our boys, but then has a uh, Kurgo, yeah. which is his name. Kurgo, Kurgo, the dumbest fucking name. It's a name that I would have come up before. <laughs> it's like in fourth grade when I was writing a comic book. Oh, the bad guy's name is Kurgo. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, and we are good. My comic yeah. book is done. Yeah, the this was a grown of- <laughs> grown man wrote Kurgo. Yeah, exactly. I know Gene Gene Wilder. Rewrote some of the script. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he rewrote. He just wrote in Kurgo. That's his one. Uh, yeah, he was one of the four hundred writers yeah. on this thing. But they gave it back, and it's just like, oh, I changed it. It's like it looked the same. Well, what was the bad guy's name? <laughs> you did that. <laughs> and he's just laughing. You never know when I'm lying. He just tumbles away. Yeah. <laughs> He just tumbles down the road like <laughs> fucking Gene Wilder just did a bunch of somersaults on the street. That's so weird. But fuck, he's charming. Oh man, he's so charming. All right, I guess Kurgo. <laughs> Kurgo. Kevin. Kevin Spacey's in the room and he's just like, wait, my name is supposed to be Charles. No, I guess it's Kurgo now, dumbass. Anyway, well, I guess I'll curl a mustache. Yeah, I better have a. You got, do, do you guys mind if I talk like this? And they're like, what the fuck are you doing, Kevin Spacey? You're never going to be anything in this world. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'll show you. <laughs> uh, uh, then he was in Paid Forward. Yep, he was. All right. Um, With Haley Joe Austin. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So they're, they're great. I love them as a duo. It's fantastic. Yeah. I love, I love every twist and turn, but how how so quickly the deaf guy and the blind guy are arrested for murder yeah <laughs> like so quickly like it's such a go ahead they don't even clean up the body no they, they, they... <laughs> these are the guys get them out of here yeah get them right out of here you're you, oh your ass is grass they take him and then it's like 20 <laughs> minutes of of police station stuff the blind car chase 
where Richard Pryor is driving, and then they just they drive all over town, uh, all, all over New York is impossible to get around if you have two functioning eyes, two functioning ears. And you uh, you have driven in the city for a very long time. Yeah, and you you have an extensive knowledge of the city. Yeah, and and you're the best driver in the world too. Yeah, you have to be the best. I mean, every single day, average drivers in New York are dying because they're just in fiery yeah. wrecks. It's just a mess. These assholes are blind and deaf. With they're doing like gymnastics while driving. <laughs> they're evading every police officer on the face yeah. of the planet. And they aren't they aren't killing anyone. Not a single person <laughs> dies, with the exception of the guy who got shot in the gut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's wild. And then, you know, they fly off and crash into the barge. They're yeah. in a garbage barge. <laughs> and the joke is then made that Yeah. <laughs> it's so juvenile. It's so but stupid. So, it's so it's funny. so fantastic because it's it still lands. Yeah. I sat there and it's just a fart joke. It's a fart joke. And I, I laughed. <laughs> yeah. My wife looks at me like I'm an idiot. Yeah. Because we are, Andy. We, we are, are idiots. We are idiots, but it's so funny. It's they're in the garbage boat and there's a heartfelt thing that's said and, and yeah, you yeah. just you gotta you gotta watch it. It's so good. It's so good. But that's so great. <laughs> Then uh, on their adventure, you know the the boys masquerade as a German and a Swedish doctor. <laughs> <laughs> their accents are hilariously terrible and great, and the fact that that Pryor is a Swedish gynecologist and he's on this panel, Mwah. exactly. It's just delicious and beautiful. <laughs> They're just like, Doctor, what? <laughs> What exercise do your geriatric patients attribute to their multiple orgasms? He's like, some prefer walking, some prefer running, whereas I prefer fucking. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he's committed to the accent, but he's gonna—he's not gonna say intercourse. He says fucking. Yeah, and he goes, oh, some padum padum, and it's just—it's so good. And yeah, I, I, I love, I love everyone else. It's just on board too. Where oh, yeah. it's like they're just like, yes, that man is is the yeah. Swedish doctor. Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. this man is obviously not blind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, members only jacket yeah. while everyone else is in a three piece suit. <laughs> this guy, get him on stage. Yeah, now and the yeah, it's the best part. When he's he fakes he fakes spontaneous blindness or something, yeah. and the the moderator is a doctor, yeah. and he's like, <laughs> he's like, let me take a look at you. Don't be such a baby. Wouldn't a doctor in like three seconds be like, oh fuck, he's blind? <laughs> yeah, especially on the panel, he's sitting next to the the leader in in uh, uh, in uh, uh, oh I can't even think. She's like an optometrist or something like that. <laughs> so fucking something amazing. She's an eye doctor. <laughs> The, the level of like you need to suspend your <laughs> your disbelief, your, yeah, is is so high. Yeah, it's just oh man, it's so fantastic. It's like just go with it, just go with it, and then yeah, I mean, a few people are outraged when he says filthy things, but most are like, yeah, okay, yeah. it's like what you said. It's like they just go with it. They it's like these are the it. best doctors in the world. This is their world summit, and they're like, yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> He's a he's a little crass, but yeah, he's Swedish. Whatever. That's <laughs> okay. Yeah. Gosh, though, I wish I could do a, 
a fraction of a good as accent as Richard Pryor can. No, oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, and then, of course, you know, we said it, but that scene is followed up by, I think, the most famous scene in this film, the one that, that people really recall and that I lovingly outlined. But uh, it's where... Dave, Gene Wilder, goes into the hotel room mm. of Miss Joan Severance. Uh, Eve, I think is her Eve. name. Um, he goes into the room and is looking for this coin. He's the looking coin. for this thing that he's trying to get back. Uh, and as he's searching, he goes, ah, there's the backpack, and it's in the bathroom. And our girl, <laughs> Joan, is taking a shower. And she needs something. From the bag. From that same bag. While he's there. And so, of course, with soap on her face, she can't open her eyes because she has soaped everything, which on the rewatch, I've never noticed this before because I was distracted. But now (laughs) that I'm a happily married man, I looked at other things. (laughs) She had soap all over her face, not on her, near her eyes at all. It was just around her eyes. She could have easily opened her eyes at any moment and not got soap in them. Showering is super scary. I wash my face very quickly, mm-hmm. very fast. Soap on, soap off. I don't know how these people have their eyes closed for so long in the in the shower. Yeah. I don't understand it. <laughs> their monsters are going to come out of the shower drains. Uh, easily. Always it is going to come out of the shower drain. Or you're going to slip and fall and the something's going to get wrapped around your neck and you're going to strangle yourself. Yeah. You need to have your eyes open all the time in the shower. Everybody <laughs> knows if if if... The countless films have taught us nothing. <laughs> it's that if you close your eyes in a shower, you are dead. Dead. That's <laughs> so. why I always just take a little bit of heat and wash my face with one eye open and just let the soap get it directly. Just burn <laughs> right in your eyes. And you go but like, I, oh. I but switch I'm, off left, right, left, right, you mm-hmm. know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday sort of thing. Oh, yeah. It, it evens out. So but yes, she, yeah, the soap's nowhere near her eyes. Yeah. But she, so she comes out of that shower in the most awkward way ever she's just hunched over looking for something in a bag with her eyes closed by the way and uh and our boy gene wilder is right there to see everything and we see everything and it's great and it's fabulous <laughs> he then goes okay all right I, I, she's fooled she everything's good she didn't see me he grabs the bag takes in the other room knocks a bunch of shit over because he's deaf of yeah. course and he doesn't hear all that she does she gets out of the shower he has the coin. He turns around, sees her come out. She's going to go get her gun. And he goes, ah, hold it right there. And then what, what happens is he, he does the old you know finger in the pocket pretending to be a gun, which she buys for some reason. He gets her to put her hands up, drop her full towel. You know, credit to the directors. He could have stayed on the wide shot yeah. and given us a full frontal. He didn't. We don't see boobs again. All right. But they have this great dialogue or actually no it's it's a monologue she doesn't say anything she's just kind of scared she thinks he's gonna kill her yeah and then as he's leaving takes his hand out of the pocket it's still there it's still there because it's his boner it's his boner (laughs) the best boner joke in cinematic history absolutely (laughs) it's the best it's the best whole the the whole thing is great and even there's a call back to it later yeah where he talks about what an an amazing adventure they've been on (laughs) how he, he he, he held a woman hostage with his erection. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. It's, I have I have a note about that scene where I write, it's so obvious that it's coming. 
he puts his hand in, he turns, and you're like, there's going to be a boner joke. There's going to be a boner joke. There's going to be a boner joke. If there wasn't a boner joke, I think we would have rioted in the streets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) We would have come for Mr. Gene Wilder and (laughs) yelled at him. You owe us. You owe us this boner joke. We Put need it, it. In another movie. We need it. We need it. <laughs> we need that boner because it it, it had to happen. It, yeah. As soon as you see it, you're like, I see where this is going. I want to see this through. Yeah, I'm ready for this, Mister Wilder. <laughs> Show us that Willy Wonka. Give us that Wonka bar. <laughs> and it was scrum diddlyumptious. There you go. There we go. We got it. <laughs> Uh, uh, come with me. The last <laughs> thanks. That needs to be said. Oh. The last thing I had was uh, as Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder are ziplining <laughs> <laughs> using Pryor's members-only jacket. <laughs> they <laughs> the joke is the the Eve is running to the helicopter. She's gonna get away. And the only reason they want to stop her is they don't want to go to prison and get it, quote, up the butt. (laughs) So so Wilder's like, okay, give me your jacket, bud. And and Pryor's like, what? What are we doing? And he's like, oh, just hold on. We aren't very high, right? I'm afraid of heights. No, we're good. Immediately they... Go down the zip line. They hit a tree, and he's like, "You motherfucker!" We're like, "That was a tree. That was a tree." Then they're getting closer and closer and closer. They're not getting closer no. to the ground. Yeah, they're just getting closer to the woman and the helicopter. And he's like, "All right, uh, get ready. Round one, bombs away." And he just shrugs off Richard Pryor, who is a blind man, forty feet in the air, and he falls and lands on Eve. What the shit is happening? And then he goes, like, bombs away, too. And and he lets himself go and lands on the helicopter guy. You would have broken your leg. You would have killed the woman if you landed on her. Definitely she has a spinal fracture. Yeah. She's laying there paralyzed because you killed this woman. But the other thing that's hilarious is this woman who has a, like, 357 Magnum. Yeah. She's booking it to get onto this uh, uh, this helicopter before the police show up. She knows the cops are on their way. She doesn't kill them, which, in my opinion, I'm like, all right, let her go. Yeah. She could have wasted you guys. Also, while they're ziplining and she's running, <laughs> presumably because she sees them ziplining towards her, she could have just stopped and killed them both. Turn, easily aimed, took them both out. Yeah, exactly. Just, just do that. <laughs> or watch, and when they drop... Go the other way. <laughs> Watch them as their legs shatter yeah. against the ground. But that's all. Even as a kid, I was like, that's not going to work. Like, you can't do that. Suspend the disbelief. Yeah, it's so good. Enjoy the ride. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. 10 out of 10. Andy, uh, again, this was me talking the entire time. You Man. shared a couple notes. Man, but- <laughs> I, I have, uh, you know, we hit it up. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit it again just because uh, we have it. New York of the 80s. Is an absolute nightmare. Mm-hmm. Always was. Always going to be. Heard it's great now. We love you, New York. Be on the podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but New York in the 80s, that whole opening scene was just, they're showing all the sights and sounds of the city. Oh, yeah. But all I saw once again was just, damn. New York in the 80s was a nightmare, and I do not want to be a part of it. No. 
No. Um, the only note I had about Kevin Spacey is that he's a absolute creep, and with that mustache, it took him to a whole new level. Oh yeah, but definitely a guy that never killed anybody. <laughs> uh, the big twist in the movie, well, not not the big twist, but right the the bad guy reveal, yeah, is that he's blind too. <laughs> yeah, what was what the fuck is that? We what? we always see the guy from the back, like fucking uh, Doctor Claw from yeah. he yeah. Wrote Inspector Gadget. Just <laughs> always his back. Yeah, and then the big twist is like, oh, is it gonna be somebody? Okay, it's gonna be, I don't know, it's gonna be Mel Brooks is the bad guy or somebody. Okay, yeah. we only see his back. No, it's oh, he's it's, blind. It's some guy who's blind. And what? and he does he does this amazing the- trick where, you know, okay, I'm gonna turn off the lights so we're on yeah. equal ground, and I'm gonna shoot you. Yeah, I'm so good. I have pinpoint accuracy with my hearing. It's so good. He then proceeds to <laughs> fumble around a room. Yeah. with Richard Pryor, who's also blind, because the two of them are like, ah, we're both blind, we're both blind. so we're gonna be comically bad at yeah. finding each other for five minutes it's so dumb yeah he used this magic ninja abilities and then does nothing does nothing yeah he does he lost it so yeah that was true and then just the whole thing about the coin like it was just like oh we got to get this coin we got to get this coin and it's just like a superconductor. i don't i don't know the science behind that i didn't really get that yeah it went over my head they should have just made the coin be worth a billion dollars yeah <laughs> I think honestly, it was ahead of its time. I think it's the plot, like legitimately. I think it's the plot for like one of the Mission Impossible movies. Is like oh. a small little like battery thing that powers a whole city. I think that's. Oh, is that? What that I is? think that's what it is. Like they're know. trying to do this thing, like because he says like it's a, it's like a handheld like cool superconductor yeah. or whatever that ha- you know can do this. Yeah, in this some sense. sort of yeah, and it's just like what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it again. It's a it's a reach. You know, it doesn't matter. The adventure is what we care about. The adventure is what it is. Yeah, but it should have just been. This is a coin from, I don't know, Mars. It's worth eight billion, <laughs> eight this, billion dollars. This is a coin from Mars. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, Total, Total Recall came out around the same time. See, like, you could have yeah. had the tie-in. It could have. And, and then you could have also had when he turns around instead of just a blind guy could have just been Arnold or Quato. Fuck, <laughs> missed opportunity. <laughs> missed opportunity. Gene, Richard, Gene, we, lo- we love you both, but Gene especially. Why didn't you write that in there? I know. Focus too much on Kurgo. <laughs> he spent all of his creative juices on Kurgo <laughs> and rolling away. <laughs> 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 this movie is great. This movie is This movie is it is a silly dumb plot, but man, it is held up by giants. Yeah. And yeah. Just comic royalty and it makes it just so dang good. It, does. it just makes it so fucking funny. It is. It is. It's so great, man. So, all right. We saw this, we rewatched it. We saw it when we were young. Andy you have a child. Are you going to let him watch See No Evil, Hear No Evil? Oh, my word. Well, it's, I want I want my son to write the sequel to He's Dead and So Am I to Back in the Habit. <laughs> Everything's Back in the Habit. It's the only good. I'm sorry. 
it's just, it's one of the only two good sequel names. The other one is, of course, Electric Boogaloo. Um, <laughs> so to, if he watches it, the through line will go from Richard to you, back into my son, back out into the ether, shake those nuts around. We got it. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I... Oh man, there's so much bad language in this movie. I don't know, dude. Uh, I think eventually, I think it'd be a fun experience, and we could watch it and have a good time. But I think we gotta be pushing like 13, 14. But by that point, my kid is gonna hate me because he's gonna be way into new new metal or whatever they're gonna be listening to in the future. Yeah, yeah. Limp Biscuit Part Two, whatever yeah. it's gonna be. It's gonna be a uh, uh, erect biscuit. Oh, ooh, it's not limp. <laughs> the, they got that Viagra. Yeah. Um, and he's probably going to hate me when he's just a teenager. Like, we all hate our parents when we're teenagers. Yeah. And, and he's not going to want to watch cool 80s shit. movies. So, you know what? We're going to put it on when he's like seven and he still loves me. <laughs> yep. Um, and we're just going to watch it then. That's what you got to do. Yeah. I think Richard Pryor is important. And I want to introduce my son to Richard Pryor. So, yeah. I don't know when. Yeah. I'm going to let his mom decide. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when in doubt. You know what? Here's the thing. My kid's already saying fucking shit and bitch, so. He is. So. <laughs> He's doing it a lot. You know what? Let's just put it on. <laughs> Throw it on now. <laughs> He'll think it's funny. The kid needs to be at least eight to pick up on a third of the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> He'll get the boner joke. He'll get the boner joke for sure. He'll be like, ah, that's his boner. That's his boner. He'll get the fart joke, He'll get too. the He'll get the yeah. fart joke. <laughs> I think he'll get most of the blind jokes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Your what about you, man? Aware. What the a movie that means so much to you mm-hmm. that's so important? Your kids. Yeah. When do you introduce it? When do you pull uh pull your own boogie and <laughs> show this show this to the kids? Yeah, well, well said. Uh yeah, you're so right. It's not a matter of if, it's when. Yeah. It's when I show it to them. Um so I absolutely want to show them this this film and I want to show them uh the whole catalog of the the prior wilder stuff and i've thought about this in preparation for this episode i think i'm going to start with young frankenstein when they're about 10 and then between 10 and 12 is where they're gonna see see no evil here see no evil hear no evil yeah and i think it's gonna be sorry to be this way but i think it'll be more appealing to the boys I, yeah. I just think it will, you know, like uh, just that 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 piece of it. I think it's gonna be crass. I mean, listen, my boys are sweet little cavemen jumping around yeah. and getting into adventures, but I can tell they're gonna like it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't think my daughter will really care. I think she'll have the same reaction that our wives have yeah. to this. Uh, it's like mm, not really into <laughs> not it. Not really into yeah. it. Yeah, um, I think she'll be the same way, or she'll be like, "Why are they saying such bad things?" <laughs> but the, I think the boys will be into it. The boys will laugh and. uh and you know we'll have that special. I'll look over and nod when they see Miss Severance's severance yeah. package. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll enjoy that. That's um, awesome. Yeah, exactly. So, so I'm gonna say between ten and twelve, I'm I'm into it. Cause yeah, thirteen, you lost them. Yeah, they hate you. They're yeah, they're out vaping or whatever they're gonna be doing. Oh, oh my god, they're gonna be doing so much. They're gonna be nuking. They're gonna be nuking at that point. They'll be nuking. Oh my god, shooting it right in their necks. Parenting sucks. It sucks it's, so much. Parenting's scary. <laughs> yeah, it is. I love being a parent, but 
Damn, it's scary. I know. It's so scary. <laughs> don't nuke kids. Stay <laughs> yeah. off the nuke. Stay off the nuke. If you learn nothing, don't do it. Nuke awareness r- restriction education. I don't remember what the R stood for in DARE. I don't remember either. <laughs> Whatever. Just say no to nuke. Yeah, say no to nuke. All right, there you go. <laughs> We've talked all about it. Uh, there's not a lot of trivia for this movie. We've already talked about Dude, a- yeah, I think everything we... that you need to, to know about. Yeah, I don't have any bigger notes on it i was looking and i'm just like no it's it's all good the only note that i had was that gene wrote some some stuff and you know we already talked about it yeah so So, we're good yeah we already hit it we hit the big notes then i gotta ask because i've been talking a lot do you have anything you recommend this episode i do bear with me children as i bring up my notes i am going to be recommending some music this week because um I heard this uh, on a recommendation from somebody. Um, oh my gosh! You know what? It's not going to come to me. So I heard it on a recommendation from a guy that I follow on Instagram, and um, he had given it five stars. And he doesn't give out five stars a lot, and it's actually a pretty big deal that he did give out five stars for something. And it was it was one of those things. I'm like, okay, I'll throw it on. It's a an, an artist by the name of Spelling. Um, uh, it's a it's a musician who does like experimental pop sort of stuff, and the name of the album is called The Turning Wheel. And I threw this album on, and I went, "What in the world is this?" Because this woman has just such a unique voice, and it's just weird and insane. And I didn't know where this music was gonna go because I was just like, I just took it on a recommendation. Okay, I'm gonna throw it on. And I was like, what is this? And it's just weird, experimentally pop. There's trumpets and there's synth and it's dreamy and it's weird and it's odd and it's eerie. But man, it grew on me. The first listen, I was just like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this voice is. I don't know what's going on. But man, I listened to it a little bit more, a little bit more. It is awesome and weird and just just absolutely wild. I recommend if you're just looking for something different, um, it's Spelling's third full-length album, once again called The Turning Wheel, came out this year, and it's just weird. Listen to it. Put it on. Um, <laughs> it just, it's just odd. That's what I recommend this week. <laughs> if, you're, if you're in the mood for something different, this is that. Throw it on and be like, what in the world is happening? I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah. I will do it. It's It's odd. Gabe, what do you have for us this week? Hopefully it doesn't take me on the journey that Miss Olivia Rodrigo did. Oh. So I don't want to be cursing spelling in a few weeks. <laughs> uh, I have a television show. Oh. I have a television show that is it's on Apple TV, and it's not Ted Lasso, although that is a great show. Great show. Um, this show is even sweeter than Ted Lasso. And it's it's shocking because I love it. And my wife loves this show, and we love it together. And this show is a comedy, but it's a mushy comedy. Okay. It's real mushy. It's called Trying. Okay? It's about this awesome couple, and uh, they live in a fun place uh, in London. And they are trying to have a kid, and when that doesn't work out, they are trying to adopt. And it is... It's not... 
really sad. There's a couple of sad moments for sure, but th- it's very fun and is and they they keep it super light. They keep it real quick. Um, it is created by Andy Walton and uh, Jim O'Hanlon. Um, uh, directs every episode. It's starring uh, Rafe Spall and Esther Smith, and the two of them are so damn lovable and likable together. They're amazing. Just finished its second season. Um, you can go and stream all of them on Apple TV. It's a delight. It's an absolute delight. If you, I mean, it's legitimately beautifully done. It very funny, very sweet. Totally different humor. It's it's a touch of the British humor for sure. But it's uh, it's just again like Lasso. It's a breath of fresh air. It's totally different, and uh, it's it's not like anything I've really gotten into before and I really I really dug it and I know I have a lot of friends that uh, got married when they got older and they've waited to have kids and this is my way of recommending this show to them uh, without me telling them because I don't want to bum you out <laughs> but I don't want to say like hey you're having a hard time these people are going through the same thing it's a show but it's fun and you might you know you might find it relatable and everything and I just I thought it was really cool and um, I I love it. So it's called trying. Sounds great. Sounds awesome. Uh, you always need those sort of uh, lighter shows too. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it tackles a really heavy subject. It totally does, yeah. and it's got a it's got major ups and downs. But the two of them together are just so damn good, and the writing's so tight, and the whole the ensemble cast. You care about them. They did a really good job with the show. I mean, it, it's I'm Apple. All that. the yeah. Apple stuff has been kick ass. Yeah, you know so. There's dude. my recommendation, dude. I'd love it. That sounds so awesome. Yeah. Uh, should I grudge it? Yeah. Uh, Gabe, do you want to get us out of here tonight? Or... I do. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll get us out, man. As always, follow us on all the things. Uh, we're at Who Let You Pod. Send us an email at Who Let You Pod at gmail.com. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you're wearing. We want to know all of it. It's totally fine. Until we get those emails and can read them and discuss them on our new business, this is Gabe Martinez and Andy Diaz telling you to never, ever let your children watch anything unless it's the story. Oh, really, I mean, who am I kidding? Let your kids watch anything with Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. It's so badass. They're so badass. <laughs> You'll be heralded as, as, the, as the greatest parent of all time. I think that's it. Good night. Beautiful. Good night. You've just heard a Doomsday Initiative podcast. Consult a physician.